Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. The Johnson's Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax products for home and industry present Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. I've heard women say that putting Johnson's glow coat on kitchen linoleum is just like letting a little more sunshine in. And that's true, too. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat makes a kitchen brighter and more cheerful. That hard, gleaming glow coat surface reflects the light, makes linoleum colors brighter, adds sparkle and shine. And glow coat is so easy to use, too. You merely apply and let dry. There's no rubbing or buffing. Dust, dirt, and spilled things can be wiped up with just a whisk or two of a damp cloth. Your linoleum will stay new-looking if you use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. Hard shoes can't scuff or wear linoleum if you keep a gleaming, tough, protective film of wax on your floors. Let Glow Coat take the punishment and make your kitchen bright, clean, and shining at the same time. Use Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat to protect and to bring out the beauty of your home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. The newsreels won't cover it. The society reporters will ignore it. So you'd never hear about it if we didn't tell you that this is the night that the no-holds-barred Root Beer Checker and Insult Club holds its regular meeting at 79 West for Vista with Dr. George Gamble and Mr. Fibber McGee in attendance. And here, getting ready to call the meeting to disorder, are Fibber McGee and Molly. I got ashtrays, checkerboard and checkers, glasses for the root beer, salted peanuts, scorecard, towel. What do you need the towel for? Mop up with. <laughs> Doc always starts arguing and banging his fist on the table. The root beer slops around like Lake Erie in a high wind, and I have to mop up. <laughs> very touchy guy, Doc is. I've always considered Dr. Gamble a very even-tempered man. Him? Even-tempered? Ah, he goes to pieces like a club sandwich with a loose toothpick. <laughs> hey, what else do we need here? Card table? Card table. I knew there was something I I put it out for you this afternoon. Oh, it's behind the big chair there. I tried to put it up, but one leg sticks a little. Well, thanks, kiddo, but I can handle it. Ah, uh, let me see. This one leg always did stick a little, if I remember correct. Now, come on, baby, come on, open up. Oh! Uh-oh. 
busted her off clean as a whistle. Well, there goes the old card table, Snooky. You know, it's too bad it isn't a little lower and round. Then if we lived in the country and had a cow, we could use it for a milking stool. <laughs> if we knew how to milk. Yeah. Well, there's no use trying to fix a new leg on it tonight. I'll fix it tomorrow. Maybe I can catch Doc Gamble on the phone before he leaves home and ask him to bring his card table with him, huh? Sweetheart. Huh? I've got a TL for you. Huh? This is Dr. Gamble's card table. Oh. You borrowed it for our last bridge party, remember? Oh, my gosh, it is at that. Oh, oh. And you know how unreasonable Doc is about stuff of his that I borrow and bust. <laughs> I better get this dad rather thing fixed before he gets there. He's liable to... Oh, my gosh, is that Doc? Don't let him in. I told him to be here at 8 o'clock, and it ain't 8 yet. Time to go away. He's got no right to trap me like oh, this. Oh, relax, dearie. It's only Mr. Wimple. Oh. Come in. Oh, hello, Mr. Wimple. Hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. I'd invite you to stick around and bat the fat kid, but I'm expecting Doc Gamble for our regular checker game. How are things at your house, Mr. Wimple? Oh, about as usual, Mrs. McGee. I had a little incident yesterday with Sweetie Face. You mean... Yes, my big old wife. You see, Sweetie Face was practicing her weightlifting, and I said... What are you doing, honey? And she said, I'm practicing my weightlifting. And I said, my goodness, I said. You do that every time you get out of a chair. Oh, my. Yes. And then when I regained consciousness again, she had left the room. So, <laughs> I bolted her 200-pound barbell to the floor. A situation fraught with peril, if I ever heard of one. What ensued, Wallace? Well, it was very interesting, Mr. McGee. Yeah? Sweetie Face came in, mm -hmm. flexed her biceps, adjusted her gym bloomers, and tried to pick up the barbell. Yeah. <laughs> she tugged and tugged and tugged, and she couldn't raise it an inch. Wow. Then she took a deep breath, gave a terrific heave, and suddenly, with a horrible snapping sound, it gave way. Wow. The barbell or the floor? Her girdle. <laughs> Gosh. Yes. <laughs> Sweetie Face hasn't been let out so fast since the Girl Scouts found her smoking cubebs in her pup tent. <laughs> well, I've got to be going now. Goodbye. So long, man. Ah, good old wimp. I'll bet he dreams up half of them gags with Sweetie Face. Did you ever meet her, McGee? They say she's really a fine figure of a woman. Fine figure is right. She looks like a square root. <laughs> oh, Gunner, what am I going to do about this card table, Molly? If Doc finds out it's busted... Oh, hey, I know. Yeah? Yeah, look. I'll be sitting at the table when Doc comes in, see? I can hold the busted side up with my lap, see? He'll never know the leg has gone off it, see? But heavenly days, McGee, you two sometimes play checkers for three or four hours. Yeah, I know. You can't prop that table up with your lap for that long. Well, maybe not, but i got to try. i got to bluff it through some way. Listen, why don't you just tell him you broke it and offer to pay for it? Why do you always have to do everything the hard way? Admit to Doc that I busted his precious card table? Why, well, ain't that big a fool, Tootsie. He'll tell us he paid a fortune for the debt. Well, decide on your story, oh. dearie. That must be him. Now, let me get set down. Okay. Shove the table over onto my lap. Like this? No, no, no. The other way. So I'm holding up the bum corner. That's it. Okay. Let him in. All right. Let him in. Come in. Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello, my dear. Oh, hi, Doc, old man. All set up and waiting for you. Come on over and sit down. Hello, boy. Well, how's everything, Doc? <laughs> everything copacetic at the old splint foundry? <laughs> hey, Doc. <laughs> Are you sure you feel like playing checkers tonight, my boy? You appear a bit feverish. 
What are you trying to do, snide wide? Save yourself a beating? That does it, muscle bustle. I'm going to pin your ears so far back you can hear your spinal cord unraveling. May I take your hat, Doctor? Huh? Oh, oh yes, thank you, Molly. It is usually the host who leaps up and greets his guest for the evening at the door. But not Sonny Boy. He thinks politeness is effeminate. Is it true, Tallow Bottom? Ooh. <laughs> is it true that the citizens of Peoria got together and burned down the barn you were brought up in? No, it isn't. And if you want to play checkers, get with it. Come on, play checkers. That's a strangely sensible suggestion coming from you. Let's go. Which color you want, red or black? I'll take black. McGee. <laughs> the visiting player has the first choice of color. Since when? Since the game was first invented by the ancient Egyptians some 2,000 years ago. Oh, 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 you play the old rules. <laughs> okay, fat soul, lay them out. All right. There's black. Yeah. There's a red. There's another one of your black. Oh, black. Okay. Uh-huh. That's him. All right, pigeon, your first move. Yep. And look, sit in the middle of the table, will you? Hmm? You make me nervous all twisted over at the corner like well, that. Well, uh, you see, Doctor... Well, you see, Doc, I'll tell him, Molly. All right. But tell me what? Uh, that's what I want to know. Well, well, the fact is, Doc, I, I got to sit this way. I, <laughs> I accidentally sat on the ice pick this afternoon. <laughs> now, Molly told me to watch out for it, but I didn't get the point till later. <laughs> well, here we go, that's all. I move here. And I move here. Right. I move. I move. I move. Billy Mills in the orchestra, and what'll I do? Seven games, Molly. Four for me and three for the doctor. What do you mean, three for me? It's four for me. I won that last game. You did? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, of course you did. 
Ha, ha, ha. I put it down in the wrong column. <laughs> Sorry, old man. It's quite all right, old man. I wouldn't have mentioned it except that you're as crooked as a crankshaft and I wouldn't trust you any further than I could... Somebody at the door, Molly. Get it, will you? Why don't you get up and answer it, you lazy rum dummy? You glued to that chair? <laughs> for two hours, you've sat there like a spider with the cramps, letting Molly run errands for you. Oh, neither of us ever goes to the door, oh, Doctor. We, go we always just holler, come in. Oh, it's Mr. Williams, the weatherman, boys. Do come in, Mr. Williams. Thank you, Mrs. McGee. Hi, Foggy, old man. You know Doc Gamble, I hope. Yes, indeed. Good evening, Doctor. Hello, Williams. You'll excuse our genial host for not rising to greet you. He comes from an old family of squatters. <laughs> he knows his rights. Oh, yeah, well, uh... Uh, Hasn't it been a nice day, though? You're certainly doing a wonderful job on the weather lately, Mr. Williams. It's been simply delightful. Oh, I'm glad you like it. Personally, I'm getting a little bored. Yeah? Uh, I sometimes wish I were back with my crew charting weather conditions in the Brazilian jungle. Brazilian jungles, eh? Never been in Australia myself. <laughs> Never been in a geography class either, apparently. <laughs> Run into any trouble down there, Williams? Well, yes, a bit. Headhunters, you know. Oh, oh heavenly days. Weather charting must be pretty dangerous. I'm glad McGee doesn't do that kind of work. What would headhunters want with him? <laughs> They'd take one look at that silly-looking cranium and start seeking honest employment. <laughs> they get any of your crew, Williams? Yes, yes, they did. They captured a lad named Bodkin who worked with us and marched him into the jungle. They were Hivaro Indians, the ones who shrink human heads. Shrink their head? Goodness, how horrible. Yes, we found him 18 days later, unharmed, except that his head was shrunk to the size of an apple. Oh. Not a Baldwin. He still had his hair. (laughs) Well... When we returned to the States, he made so much money in sideshows and movies that he became quite wealthy. What's money when you got a head like an apple? <laughs> Look who's asking. <laughs> but it didn't stay such a small size, strangely enough. No? No, he went to Hollywood and they made such a fuss over him that his head swelled to even larger than its original dimension. <laughs> Oh, uh, by the way, Doctor. Yes? I do dislike to break up your check again, but would you come over to my house next door for just a few moments? Well, can't it wait, Foggy? We were just starting the game. No, I'm afraid not, McGee. I have several guests waiting for me to carve the turkey for dinner. Oh. And I don't know where to make the incision. Oh. <laughs> Where's my medicine bag? Oh, here it is. I'll be back shortly, McGee. Huh? Come on, William. Your usual fee, of course, Doctor. Uh, good night. Oh, oh. glad to get Doc out of here for a minute. My legs are so sound asleep, my calves are snoring. <laughs> here, let me hold this table while you get out and stretch a little. Thanks. Is that better? Ah, boy, that is better. Boy, what a relief. By tomorrow, I'm going to have a couple of Charlie horses so bad, I'll have to use blinkers and a whip to get myself down to the Elks Club. Hello, folks. Oh, uh, hello, just, dear. Uh, just hey, what are you looking so startled for? <laughs> just me, Wilcox, the kid with the product. No, we thought it was Dr. Gamble, Mr. Yeah. Wilcox. He went next door a minute to open up a turkey. The best straight line I ever had in my life And I don't know what to do with it (laughs) You're not bowling tonight, pal? Nope, no bowl tonight, pal This is this checker-playing night with Dr. Gamble, Mr. Wilcox They've just finished Answer the phone, will you, Omaha? It's right behind you Okay, pal McGee's residence 
Dr. Gamble, no, but he'll be back very shortly. Get the number, Mr. Wilcox, and we'll have him call back. Yeah. Who's calling, please? Who? Mrs. Clatter Hatch. Oh, hurry. Oh, tell her Dr. Gamble calls as soon as he gets back. Shh, shh, shh. I can't hear. Okay. Oh, what was that, Mrs. Clatter Hatch? Backache and general weariness? Uh-huh. Well, I'm not a doctor, Mrs. Clatter Hatch, but I know what a lot of women do for oh, that. What does he mean? They eliminate that old fashioned down on the knees floor scrubbing. Oh. What do you mean, how? Don't you know about Johnson's self polishing glow coat? Oh, this is malpractice. <laughs> The sales figures are any criterion. Dr. Wilcox has a pretty large practice. Uh-huh. The company told well, me... Well, here's that how it works, Mrs. Clatterhatch. With glow coat, you just pour a little out on your linoleum, spread it around with a long-handled applier, and let it dry 20 minutes or less to a beautiful glittering sheet of protection. Yeah. No rubbing, no buffing. Why, certainly, Mrs. Clatterhatch, it's Johnson's Glow Coat. G-L-O-C-O-A-T. That's right. And, and another thing, Mrs. Clatterhatch, it helps restore yeah, the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you... well, 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 waxy, hang up. Oh, all right. Uh, I'll have the doctor call you, Mrs. Clatterhatch. What? Oh, you're quite welcome. Goodbye. Dear, dear. Gee, imagine a housewife not knowing about glow coat these days. Oh. Mr. Wilcox, aren't you getting on dangerous ground prescribing for backaches over the telephone? Nope. I've not only prescribed, I've cured them. Thousands of them. Well, I knew a guy had a backache that you couldn't have cured. It was organic. Organic, eh? Yeah, he was an organ grinder. <laughs> thing for 15 miles every day gave him such a crick in the back he had to wear pontoons on his suspenders. <laughs> crick in the back. Yeah. <laughs> you know that... <laughs> you know that reminds me of my uncle, Big Steinway Wilcox. Oh. He was a piano mover. Grand upright character. Oh. <laughs> what happened to him, Mr. Wilcox? Well, he took the job because he loved music. Had a wonderful voice, as good as Carmen Lombardo any day of the week. <laughs> Then, then he had his accident. Yeah? A piano fell on him from a 13th floor window. Heavenly day. That's an unlucky number of floors to have a piano fall on you from, I guess. Well, you know what? What? Ever since then, he sings flat. Ooh. Well, I better get back to the office. See you later, folks. Hadn't you better get that table back in your lap, dearie? Dr. Gamble may be back before yeah, you know. Yeah, but I'd like to stretch my legs as long as I can. I'm stiffer than a neck at a tennis match. I must... Oh, my gosh, here he comes. Oh, wait, Doc, don't come in yet, Doc. No. Hi, mister. Oh, well, I'll be... <laughs> Hi, teeny. Hello, teeny. Hi, Miss McGee. Well, I thought you were Doc Gamble, teeny. Gee, I don't know why. He's a lot better than me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he isn't half as cute, too, either. Hey, uh, where are you going, Molly? I'm going out and make you boys some sandwiches. Oh, Make yourself at home, Teenie. <laughs> Thanks, Miss McGee. Ah, oh, there goes a good kid. <laughs> hey, what you doing, mister? Watch ya. I and Doc Gamble are playing checkers, sis. You know checkers, of course. Oh, sure I do, I betcha. Mm-hmm. Willie Toops went horseback riding in the woods last summer, and he came home just covered with checkers. <laughs> covered with checkers? Sure. Gee, they put twerpin' time on him and alcohol and everything. Yeah? Willie says they dig right into your skin. Oh, well, those are chiggers, sis. Hmm? Chiggers. Why, who's coming? No. <laughs> I mean, what Willie had was chiggers. These are different. These are just little round pieces of wood painted red and black. Here, take a good look at one of them. Oh? <laughs> yeah. No legs. No. <laughs> Well, these things wouldn't bite anybody, I bet you. Why, certainly not. Perfectly harmless. Oh. <laughs> huh? Oh, boy. 
the goods on Willie, though. He thinks he got bit all over with little round pieces of wood. <laughs> <laughs> He'll buy my sodas all spring, or I'll tell everybody in the third grade. Uh-huh. And it won't be long, either. Spring is almost here, you know. Oh, you think so, eh? Sure. I was passing your house this morning, and right out on your front lawn, with its little head bobbing up and down, what do you think I saw? A robin? No. Willie Toops' doggy was bearing your morning paper. <laughs> the King's Man, and you don't have to know the language. When you feel tired and razzled, dazzled, when the doctor says your nerves are frazzled, go south, go south, young man, as far as you can. Quit stalling. I'm not stalling, snare drum. I'm thinking. Oh, yeah? What with? Just because I've got you practically cornered, you start stalling. Who's got who cornered? There. Huh? And there. Ooh. And there. Oh. King me, pigeon. Oh, oh. Three men. That was good, doctor. When he plays checkers with me, he's a little over his head, that's all. I feel like Bobby Riggs playing tennis against a fat lady with tight slacks and high heels. <laughs> Go on, move, stupid. Okay, chowderhead. I'll move here. So I'll move here. And I'll move here. And here. And here. Oh, and no, I... you don't. You hmm? can't move that man backwards. Put it back. Put what man back? That one right there. Okay, but I already took two men. Put them back. Okay, hard loser. <laughs> Just wanted to see if you were on your toes, that's all. It's your move. Come in. Oh, it's the old-timer. Hello, Mr. Old-timer. There. Your move, McGee. I know it. I'll move here. Hello there, kids. What you playing? Dominoes? <laughs> Never seen any round dominoes before. Must be a new kind. They're playing checkers, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh, now don't go pulling my leg, daughter. I've played plenty of checkers back in my FBI days. Your FBI days? I moved. 
Were you FBI, Mr. Oldtimer? Yep. Farm boy from Indiana. <laughs> Used to sit around the firehouse all day long and play checkers with the firemen. But we didn't have no fancy equipment like that. I Played it with beer bottle caps. Had two teams, Budweiser's versus the Paps. <laughs> I was so good at it, they elected me Paps Grandmaster two years running. That was a good move, Doctor. Thanks. I think I got him now. Oh, you think so, do you? Well, try this one on for size, smart boy. There. Hmm. That was before I got restless and set out to see the world, kid. I was gone 32 years. When I come back, I'd seen everything there was to see between Terre Haute and Indianapolis. <laughs> I think I got him now, Molly. What do you think, Doctor? Well, let me consider the situation a minute. Let me see. If I move here, he moves there. Hmm. Never forget one time I was bumming my way on a freight train and got locked into a car full of sheep and goats. No sooner got out than the cops picked me up and I got 30 days in the sneezer charged with fragrancy. <laughs> a bad situation. I'll say it was, Doctor. There I was, 40 miles from home. Can't move, eh? Oh, I could move around a little, Johnny, but them jail cells ain't very big, you know. You gotta inhale to turn around. Looks to me like the game is about over. That's the way it looked to me, daughter. Then I happen to remember I had a little bottle of soup with me I'd bought from a bank robber for just such an emergency. I poured it into the lock of the door, made a fuse out of my shirt tail, lit her up and crawled under my cock. Half an hour went by and nothing happened. Nitroglycerin no good? And the feller told me it was soup. I naturally thought it was nitro, too. But it wasn't. I tasted it, and it was just plain soup. Chicken noodle. You bet it wasn't alphabet soup. You might have gotten out after a spell. Uh-oh. After a spell? <laughs> That's pretty good, kids. But it ain't the way I heard it. The way I heard it, one feller said, the telefeller said... Nobody's listening anyway. So long, <laughs> Who was that just went out? The old timer. Oh, is he here? What do you want? <laughs> I move here. And here, and here, huh? and here. And that's the game, Chumpwell. Well, I'll be, and I never saw that one coming, Doc. I was, ooh, oh. What's the matter? Do you find losing that painful? No, I just got a little cramp in my leg, is all. I'll be okay in a minute. Well, I'm not surprised. <sighs> You've been sitting at the table like you had sand in your bearings. <laughs> Get up, stamp around on it. Uh, I'll hold the busted card table for you. What? <laughs> well, that's nice. What? You hold <laughs> You knew that card Why? Certainly, certainly. That table's been falling apart for years. Why? Well, it's been fun, kid. Thanks for everything, Molly. Why, you big... Of all the shirts... Why, that big... How much root beer did he drink? You know, if I were you, dearie, I'd Mm. refuse to pay him for those last x-rays. Huh? If you're as transparent as all that, they weren't necessary. They don't let anyone tell you you can't do two things at once, friends. You can, and easily. You can clean your furniture and at the same time polish it with new Johnson's Cream Wax. Here's how it works. Johnson's Cream Wax contains highly effective cleaning ingredients that quickly remove all smudges and stains. Leaves a fine film of tough wax that buffs so easily to a shining luster. 
Not only does cream wax remove fingerprints and smudges, but it also protects furniture from the stains and smudges of tomorrow. After you use Johnson's cream wax, a light dusting will keep your furniture bright and glowing. There just isn't any reason why you should let dust-catching oily polish make your lovely things dull and drab. Remember, there's not one single drop of oil in Johnson's cream wax. Try it on light-colored woodwork and kitchen equipment, too. It's the modern method of keeping all furniture clean and sparkling. You'll be delighted when you see how Johnson's Cream Wax brings out the beauty of your home. Look on the bright side, shine up the right side, bring out the beauty of the home. Ah, boy, it feels good to stand up and stretch a while. I'll bet. Am I ever glad to get up off of that chair? If I'd have sat on it any longer, I'd have grew there. As a matter of fact, you have grown there. Huh? I had to let out your slacks again this afternoon. Yeah, but what that cut... Oh, good night. <laughs> good night, all. The makers of Johnson's Wax Products, Racing Wisconsin, bring you Phil McGee and Molly each Tuesday night at this time. Be with us again next week, won't you? Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. This is WMAQ NBC in Chicago. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.